Good morning, Totally Fragged friends. I know it's been a while since I've been on. We had a little bit of a, a lull in what was going on in the world. So, big news, big craziness, big everything, right? So, we're into 2021. Happy New Year. I hope you guys survived 2020 and the wonderful pandemic that it is. Oh, there's been so much going on with the gaming world. Of course, we are in 2021. That's amazing. We're like 20 years into Xbox at this point. That's pretty awesome, you know? I mean, I've been gaming with the crew that I game with for 20 years just on Xbox alone, so that's pretty awesome as it is. Let me think. Let's see. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, there's just so many topics. Let's talk about the new Xbox. Yes, we have a new Xbox. The Xbox Series X. Holy Hannah. Lord love a duck. This is an amazing little box. You know, it's it's way more compact than our current boxes that are out there. It sits in this little kind of cubbyhole in my, my living room, which is amazing. I don't hear it. It's quiet. It's silent. It's fast. Oh, my God. I used to push the um, power button on my regular Xbox One and wait for 20 minutes while it loaded because, God forbid, it was the slowest thing on the planet. Uh, I could basically walk away, make a coffee, come back, and then, oh, maybe I'd be ready to go and be able to load a game. Downloading was almost as uh, painful. I mean, even on my high-speed connection, there was still moments where I was wondering why was I playing on Xbox because, holy Hannah, the download time was freaking slow but you know it is what it is i'm an xbox gamer so i like to be on the xbox so i can't complain right right so let's talk about the new xbox so if you were lucky enough to get online the day that it went up for pre-release you got online you spent your hours trying to get through and you managed to do it you actually got an xbox one sorry an xbox series x in the first few hours that it was available for pre-sale that was way back in I want to say November October November maybe even sooner than that I know I spent my entire lunch hour the day that it came up for pre-sale trying to get in and finally I managed to you know get my little one little piece in that whole big pie out there so I had mine on pre-order and I was all excited and I was sitting here on the release date which was of course November 11th Sorry, November 12th. I was sitting here waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and it never showed up. So talk about big tears, big crocodile tears on my eyeballs that day. But, you know, it did finally show up. I got a hold of it. I got my hands on it. You know, you pop that box. You open it up. That smell of new console. It's almost as good as the smell of a new game. I moved the little you know, the packing material array, and there was the box. It was like that little light goes up. You know, you hear the little angel singing, Whoa! Yeah, that was that was my moment. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Ah, I can't wait, a new Xbox. You know, I skipped getting the, uh, the one between the One X, sorry, the Xbox One and the Series X, so I missed the One X. And I, oh, the, oh, the Series X, it was a pretty, pretty box when I opened it. So then you pull out the controller, you undo the, the battery pack, you stick the batteries in it, and it was like, you got everything plugged in, it's sitting beside the TV, and you're like, okay, here's the moment of truth. And you hear the, the noise when you push the button, and all of a sudden, ta-da, it's lighting up on my screen. And 
I was so excited. It's like, oh my God, it's like, you know, you're a little kid and you're at Christmas and you're like, yay. That was my moment because I was like, yay. I have a new Xbox in my living room and I was beyond floored. So of course I am a, a weirdo that way because I, I do like a little bit of a treat when it comes to my Xboxes. So the TV's on, the, the first of the screens is flagging up. And of course you're like, oh, Oh God, I'm going to have to be, do the big transfer. You know, the transfer of all my games from the other box to this one. You know what? Digital rocks. So what did I do? Plugged in my gamer tag. Downloaded the game that I was playing most right now, which of course is PSO2. Um, and just continued on. And then, you know, as I wanted to add more games, it was just hit the box, the download to the the game that I wanted to add to the box. And it's like, oh my God, I can like sort my box, my games. I can make sure everything's there that I want there. I can take stuff out that I don't want that's there. You know, it's kind of lethargic when you get a chance to clean it up. So that was pretty awesome. So I loaded the uh, PSO2 onto the box. Now, PSO2 is one of these games that's quite large. I mean, it's not as, it's not arc large, but it's large. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a few hours and it's going to have to download. Hmm. I'm sorry, high-speed internet, new Xbox, meet connectivity. Holy Hannah, I had PSO2 downloaded in no time. I was up and playing, and I was online, and it was smooth. Oh my god, it was pretty. The graphics are phenomenal. It was, I mean, I have a 4K TV, and I thought the graphics were okay with my Xbox One. I mean... My buddies have got an Xbox One X and we were talking and he's like, you're not seeing this and this and this in this game. And I wasn't because my Xbox One wasn't rendering it. Like if you were flying around in art, my buddy would say, hey, do you see the fog? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Are you on glue? Are you smoking something? No, no, there's fog in the game. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Dude, you've lost your mind. You bumped your head. But no, there was fog in the game. So... You know, you load in the Xbox One, and then you load in the Xbox Series X. I, there was definitely a gap, my friends. Holy Hannah. So not only were the graphics cleaner, the load time faster. Uh, it's funny how stuff that wasn't rendering for me on my Xbox One was all of a sudden showing up in my Xbox One or my Xbox Series X. Holy crap, Xbox needs to like straighten out these names so we don't have to go by one, one X, X, X. You know, it's kind of crazy. Anyhow, I digress. So you've got fantastic graphics, incredible load times, and the gameplay was smooth. Like normally on the Xbox One, you're seeing a lot of latency issues. You're seeing some lag. You're seeing some frame rate drop. And it's crazy because you're thinking, oh my God, why am I still gaming on a console when... This is what I'm going through every day. Well, let me tell you. I am so glad I stuck with my console game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to diss you PC players out there. I love you all, and I hope you're enjoying your little PC games. But when you're on a console, I mean, it's a totally different experience. One, we don't have to load on a separate app just to, you know, have a conversation because it's all integrated, right? So we threw on our Xbox headsets, you set up a party and you're in, you're on your console, you're having a conversation, you're all good to go. There's no click, click, click on the keyboard because you don't have a keyboard to worry about. 
However, if you are a PC gamer and you do decide to get an Xbox console, um, you can use your keyboard with it and your mouse. So don't get me wrong, you can still have the best of both worlds. I mean, the new Xbox is essentially a little gaming PC, which is awesome. So you have the opportunity now to be your click, click, click gamer, or you can play with your console or your controller. I prefer a controller because I like having both hands, you know, right then and there. However, there are moments on PSO2 where I'm pretty sure that a keyboard and a mouse would be a heck of a lot more handy. But that's just because that's how that game was originally set up. So it is what it is. But I am so impressed with the new Xbox, I can't tell you. The only thing that doesn't impress me and it drives me absolutely bonkers is the new controller is amazing. It's, a, it's little, which is good for girls because we have little hair hands. But not only is it littler, it's got better grip. So, I mean, when you're holding on to the console, it's not sliding around when you got sweaty hands. I mean, if you're doing a 12-hour gaming marathon, and, you know, we've all done it. I mean, I'm, I have an injured knee at the moment, so weekends is like my favorite 12-hour day of gaming. So, you're sitting there, and your hands get all sweaty, and your controller gets slippery in your hands, and you just don't feel like you've got the grips to it. Well, you know what? This new controller has built-in grip, so that's amazing little hand feel for you. But it has this button. It has a screenshot button and I like it for one point because if you do want to take a screenshot it's no figuring out it you don't have to figure out what freaking buttons do I have to push again do I have to push like this one with this one and this one with that one and like how do I get that this one you push the middle button poof you got your picture taken that's also a bad point because you push the middle button and poof you've got a picture taken I have more screenshots that I know what to do with so then you have to go in and download them well, Xbox, or delete them, right? So Xbox doesn't make it easy to mass delete. So you literally have to click on each one and delete it, which kind of drives you crazy. But that's okay. I will live with that. Either that or you can go in and customize your controller and, of course, turn that option off. So that's the other thing. Go in and customize your controllers, people. I mean, maybe just because I don't do it, because I think I like to have the opportunity to you know, flag everything that I see, because I'm a nut that way, um, doesn't mean that you are going to enjoy that. So, you know, it's kind of crazy when you think about that. You you push that middle button and click, you've got a picture of whatever you're looking at on your TV, which is awesome. But hey, it drives me crazy at the same point. Anyhow, customize your controller. Customize your setup. Like Xbox is doing crazy things with the dashboard these days. You can go in and customize your dashboard, clean it up, change it up. Do what you want to do. Put up all your games that you want on a regular play that you want to see all the time. You can change that so that you can actually do that. That's pretty awesome that way. And, you know, that goes across the consoles. So, I mean, whether you're running an Xbox One or an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One X or even the Xbox Series X, you have that opportunity to go in and customize your dashboard. And you know what? It's fun. It's great. You know, take that Sunday morning where... I'm sorry, I'm talking from being an older gamer where you haven't quite had that last cup of coffee in the morning and you're, you're thinking about things, but you need something to do. Go in and customize your dashboard. That's right. It, it's only going to take you a few minutes. You might enjoy it. it. You know, you can play around with it and do what you need to do. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, the new console, check it out. Now I know the PS4 or the PlayStation just launched their new console as well. So I can't dog on that one because, I'm sorry, I'm not a PlayStation gamer. I know I have friends out there that are PlayStation gamers, and you know what? All power to you. 
I am an Xbox gamer. I'll probably be an Xbox gamer for life just because that's where my community is and that's where I'm at. PlayStation gamers have um, the opportunity to play way more RPGs than I do, which, you know, makes me a little jelly, but uh, that's fine. You know, Xbox is getting better with that. But the PlayStation, there, I've heard nothing but horror stories right now. Not about the gameplay, but just in acquiring one of these lovely machines. I mean, the scalpers, of course, did the same thing with Xbox. If you weren't on the point, on the ball, the day that it was released for pre-sale, you didn't pick it up. And you know what? That sucks. But at the same point, you if you're a gamer, you're pretty committed to doing that. Now, all of those guys that are waiting for the new PlayStation because you can't find it anywhere, because every time it comes up in the store to be purchased, the bots are picking it up. You know what? Go in and talk to your local gaming community stores, like your EB Games, or go to your Best Buy. Sit with somebody at the counter and say, hey, I want to pre-purchase this. Because they can set it up. You can pay for it up front. You can put it on layaway or whatever you need to do, but then your name is on that box so that when it comes in, you can actually get your damn box. Come on, gamers. Pull your heads out of the sand. I know we're in COVID. I know it's a little harder to go in and meet with your guys at EB Games or at your local gaming stores, GameStops, uh, Best Buys, things like that, but take the moment and either try or give them a call and say, hey, I want to pre-order this. Because what that'll do is it'll put you in the queue so that when they get their next shipment, you're one of the guys that they're calling saying, hey, we want to tell you that your box is in. And, you know, with the PlayStation, that might be the only way you're going to be able to get one in the near future because those bots keep picking them up. Now, I know that Xbox is working on a way to eliminate the bots going forward or at least slow them down a little bit. And I know that there's stores out there like Best Buy and Walmart and things like that that are starting to put into place um, bot protectors. So they're trying to force the bots out and allow people to actually go in and purchase and pre-purchase their gaming systems so that they're not ending up in the same scenario that we're in right now. I mean, if you're a diehard gamer and you really want the system and you want to pay double or triple or quadruple the price... Be my guest and all power to you. eBay has them. Um, your local Kijiji has them. Your local like marketplace on Facebook has them. But you're going to pay double, triple, quadruple the price that you would pay if you would just, you know, make that phone call or go into your local gaming shop and say, hey, I want to pre-purchase this game. So does it really make sense to pay off these guys that have got the bots running? No. It doesn't. So don't support them if you can avoid it. And, you know, support your local communities. Support your Best Buys. Support your GameStops. Support your local gaming stores. Support your Walmarts. And, you know, for big business and big corporations, I would rather support them than pay double, triple, or quadruple for price for a box. Because that's not fair to the consumers. And it's definitely not fair to the gaming community, especially those parents out there that are uh, struggling with income right now with COVID and you know they still try and buy their their kids stuff or even they still try and buy their stuff like I all power to you I saved my monies my pennies like from bottles or whatever to make sure that I had the money to buy my 
game box when it came up for sale. I knew it was coming up. We always know ahead of time. So, you know, you save your pennies for it. You know, if you're the parent out there that's been doing that, you're saving your pennies to get your kid the PlayStation or get your kid the Xbox or get your kid a new PC. You know, it's great to save the pennies, but don't waste the pennies and pay double, triple or quadruple the price by going to a scalper to pick up your boxes. Make the conversation happen. Talk to your local retailers. You know, support the community in the gaming community. But at the same point, you want to support your local businesses. Get them involved and let's push out those bots. I mean, who knows? Maybe next time when we start to do the next box release, maybe we have to stay to, or maybe you have to go into the store and say, I want to pre-order this like it was in the old days. Funny how that is. Hmm? So that is what it is. Anyhow, we di I digress. We're, we've kind of gone off topic this morning. So let's go back to the PlayStation. So the PlayStation, it's out there, it's available. Haven't heard a lot about the gameplay yet. Um, if you're a PlayStation gamer and you're listening to my podcast, you know what? Hit me up, send me an email, evilfishy at uh, gmail, evilfishyx at gmail.com. You know, hit me up, let me know what's going on in your world. Talk to me about your PlayStation experience. And who knows, maybe I'll get you on my podcast. You can come in and have a conversation with me. I would love to talk to you about your PlayStation. Let me know what the new gaming system is like. Is it smooth? Is it crazy? Is it crappy? Is it, you know, what's your take on it? I like an opinion. So, you know what? Let me know. Again, evilfishyx at gmail.com. Let me know. This is the Totally Frag Podcast, but you know what? Hit me up. Let me know what's going on. Talk to me about your gaming. If you want to be on my podcast, I am here for you. Let's have a conversation. So, PC. You haven't had anything exciting with PC going on right now. Everybody's kind of slow. It's a little, you know, quiet out there. If you're uh, building your PCs for gaming, where are you guys getting your parts these days? Especially if you're Canadian. I mean, are you using Newegg? Are you going through your Memory Express? Are you buying through the Best Buy? Are you going through other systems? Maybe you're picking shit up off eBay and you're building your own stuff. You know, and it's kind of interesting to have that conversation as well. So there's the PlayStation. There's the new Xbox. There's... Oh, tons of new games coming out. I mean, let's talk Cyberpunk. So, big, 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 big hype for Cyberpunk. Now, being an Xbox gamer, you take hype with a, a grain of salt. I mean, holy Hannah, they've hyped some pretty good games over the years. And the one thing that being an Xbox gamer has kind of given us a, an edge on is when they start to hype it, you need to back the heck off of it. Because when they're hyping it, it means there's something goofy with that game. Look at Cyberpunk. Um, I'm sorry. It was uh, basically in quarantine for the entire year of 2020. There was a big kerfuffle. Like, hello. They were all about, yeah, we're going to release this. The gameplay is phenomenal. Yada, yada, yada. But there wasn't a lot of streaming happening by the beta testers. There wasn't a lot of streaming happening, period. In fact, uh, if you guys were watching the news, there was an embargo on it. So basically, the gaming community was told, you can't release this footage because we don't want it out in the public yet. Well, some of that footage did get released, and the gameplay wasn't the greatest, and it wasn't the best. And, of course, you know, the gamers out there still picked up Cyberpunk because the hype. 
it was all hype. Hype, hype, hype. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is going to be the next thing since sliced bread. It's fantastic. It's the best game out there. It's the game of 2020. Ah, uh, wrong. Uh, Cyberpunk launched. What happened? Oh my god, the PC gamers, they kind of got the, the lucky end of this, but the PlayStation and the Xbox gamers? Dude, they got spanked picking up Cyberpunk. Some of those uh, console gamers were getting bricked boxes due to Cyberpunk's bugs. Um, the PC players are noticing glitches on theirs, but they're not seeing the bricking that's happening with the consoles. I mean, when you send out a piece of software to the masses and it destroys brand new consoles, dude, you're pissing off the wrong community. Console gamers love their boxes, just like PC gamers love their boxes. So when you think about it, you're going to take two of your biggest groups of gamers, your console gamers, PlayStation and Xbox, and you're going to send out a piece of software that's not only glitchy, it's buggy, and doesn't have the frame rate change, and it's not finished, and it's not polished, and it's not pretty, and top that off with a bug in it that bricks Xboxes and Playstations? I'm sorry, I pay six or $700 for a new box, I throw in Cyberpunk, and poof, my box is screwed? I'm sorry, we've got issues at that point. And then, your developers say, oh, no, it's not us, it's the boxes. And the boxes say, you know what, screw you, I'm going home. And they pull Cyberpunk off their, their shelves, basically, and say, no, no, we're not selling this shit until you fix it. And then you try and ride their coattails and say, oh, no, we went out to the consoles and said, oh, we're going to pull our game back. Dude, gamers pay attention. We know where the news is. We follow it. We Twitter it. We tweet it. We Facebook it. We Instagram it. We put it out in the universe. What's going on with the, the gaming consoles? It's in the, the basic news when you read the gaming news. So... When Sony says, we're getting rid of this because we can't trust this, or Xbox, Microsoft says, we're getting rid of this, and then you as the developer comes in and says, oh, we're just going to pull this. It's like, no, you didn't pull it, bitch. No, no, you got turfed. Dude, you got to look at your shit. You have been hyping cyberpunk for 10 years, basically. At least it's what it feels like. And then you put out a piece of software that is garbage hmm i don't know about you but that says a lot about who you are as a developer so you know what get your shit together fix your shit and get those patches out because you're not going to get any more sales from people because the gaming community talks to one another so they're going to have that conversation I'm going to say to Joe Blow, hey, I'm not picking up Cyberpunk. There's too much like there's too much stress with that. So your sales are about to dump. Oh, wait. Oh, they already did. Not only did your sales dump, you ended up paying out of pocket and refunding all of these gamers that you fucked over. Pardon my French, but hey, if I'm a gamer, that's a piss off. So Cyberpunk, who, if you picked it up, let me know what you think of it. 
If you are still running it, let me know what you think of it. Are you still worried about bricking your box? Have you been following the news? Have you been checking out the developers page? Dude, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, and keep your gaming safe. Because Lord love a duck, this is not a good thing. Anyhow, let's talk about other stuff. So, let's talk about bands. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, bands. Not bands like the... But bands like, oh my god, I can't even talk to you because I am banned from Xbox. Yes, a oh, they happen. So we game with a little guy. And, you know, we've been gaming for 20 years. So I have a pretty good community. We've been around. You know, we're good. We're happy. We're inclusive. We don't care whether you're 10, 7, 24, 300. I don't care. You know what? You want to game and you're a good gamer. You play games and you're you're... Um, legit and you're not fake and you're not looking just to you know up your gamer tags or up your, sorry you're up your gamer score and you just want to have fun these are the kind of people I play with which is pretty awesome and you know what they've been pretty awesome community uh, well no they have been an amazing community and I love you guys all so I'm really happy to be still gaming with most of you but the one thing I want to say is you know we game with inclusivity so we have um a guy that's 14 and he plays with us and you know he's been pretty awesome we got him into pso2 we have permission with his mom permission with his dad because pso2 has some more you know elevated elements to it that it is more of a, a pg 13 mature rating anyway his mama agreed because she knows who he's gaming with so literally this guy would only log in to game with us when we were online and play in PSO2. Well, he's in PSO2. He's been there for like four days. Okay. We're leveling him up. We're trying to take his character through the quest. We have his symbol art like totally disabled. He can't see things that are inappropriate that are flashing on the screen. We have his chat mod or modded down so that he's only seeing conversation for our alliance and our personal group so that you know again it's taken the adult edge off of it and it's keeping him safe as well as it's keeping his mom's peace of mind safe I mean his mom and I are really good friends so it works out well so you know we're gaming with him we're leveling him up we're running him through quests we're having a blast so he logs off one night and he goes to log in the next day and he's been banned no reason, no rhyme, nothing. The kid only runs quests with us. He only plays with us. He's never played with any other player on the, the server. He never logs in after hours when we're not around because most of my gaming friends game off and on throughout the day and throughout the evening and overnight because I have gaming friends that are worldwide. So they would say, hey, you know, so-and-so has been online or whatever. But either way, he's not been gaming with anybody else. His logs show that. The, his communication logs are just with us. Like, he talks to us via voice chat on Xbox. So, I mean, he doesn't even have a keyboard. He doesn't have... He doesn't type. I mean, he's a 14-year-old boy. He's not going to type. He's like, yeah, whatever, I don't want to do that. If he wanted to do that, he'd be running a PC game. So, he gets online, and he's banned. So, we're like, what the heck? Why are you banned? Like... We've reached out to 
um, PSO2 to, to the developers and we're like, what the heck's going on? Well, because we're not the account owners, they're not tech, they're not talking to us. So I talked to his mom, we get online, I get the email. Um, I send the email over to her. She emails PSO2. So this all happened, um, about the beginning of November. So she emailed PSO2 about the end of November because it was, it took me that long to get the new email address so that she could have a conversation with them because it's under her account. So she gets on, on types an email, sends it off and she's been waiting, 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 waiting. She has yet to hear from PSO2 to find out why her 14 year old son has been banned from PSO2. So what do you do in that scenario? I mean, the mom has reached out because it's her account. I've reached out. The community's reached out. We have tried to find a GM online to have a conversation with, and yet nothing. So you go online and you read the community forums. You read the Quora's. You read the Reddit's. You read all of this stuff, and you find out what's going on. Well, apparently PSO2 has a tendency to do this, where they just ban you for whatever reason. They may think you're a Masetta trainer. They may think you've been inappropriate with conversation or harassing or cheating or whatever, whatever reason they decide. But the error that comes up basically says, you know, you've been banned. We're evaluating your case. Well, how long does it take to evaluate a case? It's like, go in, read his logs. He was logged on four times. It should take you like 12 seconds to know that he's not cheating. He's not Masetta buying. He's not, you know, he's not doing these off world type things that you're not allowed to do. But still nothing. So then I have another friend who's a bit of a troublemaker and he knows who he is if he's listening to this. But he gets a voice ban. So how does he get around his voice ban? The same way every one of us would do it. You make a second account. Then you can log in, have a conversation on your second account, and still be on your first account having a or playing the game. Because you've only been voice banned. Now, really, voice and communication bans... Dude, really? Xbox? PlayStation? These are not legit bans. When you're doing a communication ban, you're basically saying, go out and make another account because you can have a conversation on a free account as opposed to, you know, doing whatever you're doing. So then what? Your free account gets banned. But, oh well, so what are they going to do? Make another free account. It's like the... <clears throat> the what we call Masetta sellers in PSO2. They basically go in and they're spam, 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 spam. We block them. We report them. They get banned. They're back the next day just with another free account. So realistically, communication bans don't work. So stop doing communication bans. If you're going to ban somebody, ban by fucking IP address. Ban by whatever. But don't do a communication ban because they're going to get around it. So for those developers out there, whatever, think about this when you're doing it because you're not realizing you're just promoting um, additional free accounts or take the option from free accounts away. But I'm not even going to suggest that. Anyhow, bands, bands are a pain in the butt. We've been 30 minutes in here. We're having a little conversation. We're talking about all sorts of things. Xbox, PlayStation, gaming related. <clears throat> I want to thank you guys for listening to me this morning. I have my little frog in my throat. This has been the Totally Frag Podcast. I hope you've had a fantastic time. Remember, if you want to have a conversation with me or you want to be on my podcast, hit me up. 
evilfishyx at gmail.com. That's E-V-I-L-F-I-S-H-Y-X at gmail.com. Hit me up. Have a conversation. Let's talk gaming. I am all ears, all here for you. And I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. I am going to try and be more diligent about getting my podcasts out. I have also be doing another podcast here shortly that's not gaming related. So I will be on my system quite often sending you guys a message just even if I'm here to say hi. By the way, welcome to 2021. Let's hope E3 goes according to plan this year. And maybe we'll see some new games and new consoles and more information that comes out. Come on, people, we haven't talked Nintendo yet. Have a great day. I will talk to you soon. Totally fragged out.